Welcome to the Stephen Mansfield Audio Podcast. Well, thanks for joining me. I want to talk to you in this session of the Stephen Mansfield Podcast about change. No, not the stuff rattling around in your pocket. I'm talking about change. I'm talking about when life doesn't stay consistent. I'm talking about the new things that are constantly invading the old things. I'm talking about when when life takes turns you don't expect. Change, the kind of stuff that happens. Let me start this way. Give thought for just a moment. Just picture in your mind what you hope your life ends up being, the things you think you're destined for, the, the things you imagine happening that are wonderful one day in your life. You know, you're running for office or you own a business or you, you, do some, you lead some great effort in behalf of a people or you invent something or your creative potential is fulfilled and what, you're standing on stage at Carnegie Hall or, or you're on MTV or your first album's cut or whatever. Picture, picture that dynamic in your life. What's that ultimate picture of success, victory, destiny that you carry in your mind? Just give that thought for just a moment. Now, I also want you to picture how much change will have to happen for that image that's in your head to actually take place. Some of you will have to get advanced degrees for what you envision. It'll take years. Some of you will have to learn a number of foreign languages. Some of you will have to dramatically improve in your your gifts. Some of you will have to be successes at several careers before you can run for the Senate or run for president or whatever it is that you dream of being. In other words, a lot of change is going to have to happen. And that's really what I want to talk to you about in this podcast, that the power of change and the, the fact that, and some people put it this way to be humorous, but I think it's genuine, the fact that really change is your friend. Change is the coin in which your destined future is purchased, to put it in more poetic terms. Churchill said once, to improve is to change and to be perfect is to change often. By the way, I often think about his life. He was born at a time when there was hardly any electricity. I think they just had begun to sort of perfect the the very first stages of electricity. There were no telephones. There was no TV, no radio. Uh, He was actually involved in the last cavalry charge of, uh, of the entire British Empire, meaning, you know, basically horses and swords. He died in 1965. In that year, a car went 600 miles per hour for the first time. Satellites were orbiting the Earth. Uh, The first sex change operation happened that year. Imagine that for a man of his age. And the Beatles were given the Order of the British Empire by the Queen, something that Churchill had been given years and years before for a very different time and for very different reasons. In other words, Churchill saw a lot of change. He once said at the end of his life, the only way a man can remain consistent amid changing circumstance is to change with them while preserving the same dominating purpose. Listen, change is going to happen. Change is what means uh, improvement. It means growth. It means accomplishment. It means preparation for the big that has yet to happen. Change is going to take place. And the work I do as a leadership coach, I'm finding that a lot of people fear change. A lot of people secretly try to steer their lives away from change and try to avoid having to, to deal with change. Now, I'm beginning to understand this in the lives of some of the folks I work with. Some of them uh, had early lives in which change always meant bad news. 
their fa- if, if change happened, it was because a parent died. It was because they the family lost the house. It was because they had to take horribly destructive moves or or move across the country because of of, of some horrible circumstances. It was change didn't bring good. Change brought pain and dislocation and disorientation and grief. Uh, that's that's a important uh, important dynamic for some people. The early painful changes they have. Uh, other people, uh, their experience is more generic, more more normally human. Psychologists tell us that you know we we really we have this motif in us, this desire to kind of get back in the womb. I mean, think about it. When you're in the womb, you know you're basically comfortable. You're fed. You don't have to exert much effort. You know, you're warm. You're you're happy. And then somebody reaches in and either spanks you or pokes you or pinches you to get you to cry. You're in a cold, brightly lit room. Uh, and psychologists say it that sort of humorously, we, we try to get back to the room the rest of our lives. We, 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 we hold the other end of that cord, going, looking for somebody to plug into. Well, getting back to the womb is one of the motifs of life. It's, it's the familiar, it's home, it's the, the band of brothers, the band of sisters. It's, it's getting back to the, to the warm hearth and the, and the warm center of your life. That's, that's, that's sort of the womb. But, you know, the world is not the womb. Life is not the womb. It's going to bring changes. Things are going to change. Pain is going to happen. Um, d- you know, d- dislocating kinds of changing circumstances are going to happen. And I, and I want to talk f- for a few minutes about how we, we need to confront those changes because the reality is that when I'm dealing with leaders, and many of you who listen to this are leaders, change is going to happen in your life. If you fear change, uh, if you don't learn to flow with change, uh, then you won't really be open to the growth that is possible for you. Uh, people who are going to make a difference, uh, people who are going to lead, are people who have to see change as an opportunity for growth because that's what change brings to us. We can't escape it. We can't avoid it. We can't try to run our companies and our lives in such a way as to insulate ourselves from change. Change is going to happen, and normally it can be a wonderful thing. I want to I want to urge you to consider that change is is sent to us and given to us as an opportunity to rise. It's a it's a it's a very very important thing. Now I I'm a Christian. I believe in a sovereign God. I believe He orchestrates my life and my circumstances, and therefore I believe that change is ordered by God, ordained by God. It's something I meant to confront and and something I meant to deal with. God is sort of like the mama eagle. Um, in the sense that when, it, when a mother eagle wants the eaglets to fly, she just takes her great big talons and busts up the nest and force the, forces the eaglets out of the nest to fly. It's a very dramatic example from nature. That's kind of how it is in our lives, and I think that God does those kinds of things. He moves us on. He makes the nest uncomfortable. He, he changes things so that we have to, we have to grow. I, I think that the only way you avoid change is by not hungering for more, not hungering for better. And if you are the kind of person like me, like others who long for, who hunger for uh, advancement and, and an accomplishment and, and making a difference in the world, then, then change is going to have to be an important part of your life. There's a, there's a very significant truth about people who are able to embrace change. And that is that almost all of them have that circle of stability, psychologists call it, at the heart of their lives. In other words, people for whom their whole life is constantly change and a stir and upheaval and there's no stability, there's no sort of rock-solid island in the middle of their life. And I'm not speaking spiritually now, I'm just talking about a place to go, home, uh, stability, you know, a place where they can kick off their shoes and have the familiar and have the warm and the loving and the welcoming. If you don't have that and your whole life is in flux, 
then you're more likely to fear change and not be willing to embrace it and to uh, allow it to have its work in your life. But the people who handle change the best are the people who don't expect the world to be stable, don't expect the world to be the womb, but they do have that circle of stability in their lives. They have a home to go to and uh, they have people who welcome them and know who they are and love them and take them in no matter what. They've got the spouse. They've got the band of brothers or the band of sisters. They've got the, the, the church, the institution of faith, the, the community, and they belong there. And that's sort of their, their center. That's sort of the rock solid. Um, I, I think that that's the, the critical thing. Not that we try to make the whole world uh, you know, the, 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 the stable thing, but instead we've got the stable core and we expect the world to constantly be changing. In fact, if we're planning to lead and make a difference, uh, we welcome, we actually look forward to the world changing. Most, most leaders want change. They want the big adventure. They want things to, uh, to, to be constant, to be in a stir. There's an old adage that says that leaders want to be given the ball in a basketball game. They, they want to have the command, the control. They, they, they want the opposition to come towards them. Uh, because they want to rise, they they want to achieve, they want to surmount it, and uh, and I think that's that's the approach we have to have. But the only people who are willing to do that are the people who know that there is stability, that there is a warmth, that there is a rock solid core to their lives. I would say both both psychologically and socially, and therefore they can endure the changes of life. Because I come to a home where Bev is there, and friends come over, and I have family. And we have margin and insulation against the bruising aspects of the world. I can I endure change all the time. I travel as much as anybody I know. I'm dealing with changing circumstances. I'm inter, inter, interacting with political uh, situations, international affairs. Change is con- is a constant in my life until I walk in the front door, and then the refrigerator is well where it always is. Bev always loves me. My bed is always there. My couch is always there. My friends always come over. I can deal with change because. I have stability in my life. I, I, I want to use a spiritual illustration or a biblical illustration to illustrate another principle about change, and that is that in Jonah chapter 2.8, there's this great statement that, that goes something like this. Those who cling to worthless idols forfeit the grace that could be theirs. It's Jonah 2.8. It's from the uh, Inter- New International Version. I love that passage. One of the things we find is that when people are clinging to idols, and by idols I don't necessarily mean statues they're bowing down to, but things they hold to for security in their lives, when they cling to those things and they cling to them against their better good, then they forfeit the grace, they forfeit the good that could be theirs. What would that be like in a business or leadership sense? Well, you're clinging to a certain position. You're clinging to the branch of a company in a certain city. Um, You're clinging to the security of knowing your job and not wanting to be promoted because it it might mean a season of insecurity. Uh, You're clinging to the people you work with in the Santa Fe office um, and you fear moving to the New York office because you won't know anybody. Um, Fear. Uh, it's, it's clinging to, uh, the familiar clinging to what brings comfort, clinging to what you assume makes you who you are when in fact you should let it go and be willing to allow the changes that are going to happen in your life. The, the wise person, the, the, the leader, the person who wants to grow, become all they can be, they can become recognizes that change is an important part of their lives, that change is essential. And we are living in a, in a society of huge change. 
you might be holding an iPhone 5 right now as you listen to this, but you know very well that 18 months from now, you may be an iPhone 6, iPhone 7. You may have switched to a whole other system. Uh, you may not even be holding something that's an iPhone. You might be using something that's a tablet that has a phone built in it. Um, you know, 10 years ago, we didn't have most of the technology that we have now. We, d- we wouldn't have known what we were uh, doing at all. Most of you didn't have a website 10 years ago. Most of you weren't on social media 10 years ago. Most of you didn't have w- some of the jobs that some of you work uh, didn't even exist a decade ago. Change happens and ultimately it's good. And I, I want to say too that we can make the opposite mistake of what I've been talking about and that is we can invest change with too much meaning. Uh, sometimes we think that to change locations or to uh, maybe change spouses or or change jobs or change houses or change styles of living uh, will bring massive changes that are extremely meaningful. But but you know what? Sometimes those kinds of changes are relatively superficial. They don't really make much difference at all in our lives long term. So to walk in balance regarding change, not fear it, but not expect too much of it, to welcome it as a friend, to realize that to accomplish your dreams, your visions, your purposes, that change is going to happen, and to not cling too much to the nest, not cling too much to the comfort, not try to be getting back into the womb, not constantly be looking to insulate yourself from change. That's where growth comes from. And I think for those who want to be leaders, they've got to look very honestly at what they feel in the face of change and learn to be excited about it. Learn to be excited about the challenge of it. Learn to be excited about what it gives you opportunity to acquire and bring into your life. We're going to be living in a massive amount of change in the next, let's say, five to 10 years. And those who can Churchill-like surf that change, manage that change, embrace that change, those will be people who will rise, assuming all else is equal. But if we fear change and we want to insulate ourselves and somehow pad the nest against all, all change and all, all fear of having to grow or live in different circumstances or be challenged, uh, then we won't fulfill the best that we can be. Change is essential. And I want to leave you with those very, very important words of Winston Churchill. To improve is to change. To be perfect is to change often. Stephen Mansfield is a New York Times best-selling author and popular speaker who coaches and advises leaders worldwide. To learn more about Stephen, log on to stephenmansfield.tv. The Stephen Mansfield Podcast is produced by Isaac Darnell, who also wrote and performed the Rockin' Podcast theme song. This is a Chartwell Literary Group production. Chartwell is ingeniously led by Beverly Darnell Mansfield. As a result... All rights are reserved. For more information, contact us through stephenmansfield.tv.